Hello there and welcome to the Make We Converse podcast where we talk about everything good for your body, soul and spirit. The aim is to address issues that would entertain, enlighten and most importantly, inspire you to be the best version of yourself. And now to your hosts, Iyari Imade and Ayo Wright. Yes, we're back on Milky Converse. It's your boy, right? It's your boy, Yare. I'm not going to say the young spinner this time around. You said it last week. I, I uh, say it's your boy. It's your boy. <laughs> I say it's your man. It's your man. It's your, okay, actually. It's your man and your right. And it's your man, Yare. Okay, because we're all men here. Anyway, <laughs> uh, thank you guys for listening to our last episode. We appreciate the feedback. We appreciate all the listeners. God bless you. We don't want to talk too much in this intro because we have a very heavy and delicious conversation today. And we're not alone today. So and you know, um, Make a Converse podcast is about having intelligent and insightful conversations that can improve us as human beings. And um, today's topic is going to be very, very wonderful. Um, like I said, we have a wonderful guest in the studio today. Oh, sorry, on online. Online studio. <laughs> online studio I mean, we did together still. Yeah, um, so uh, I would like you to introduce yourself, Tola. Okay. Hi. Thank you for this opportunity to speak on this topic. And my name is Adia Aditola. Okay. I am an aspiring data analyst mm. and i love jesus i'm also an equal rights advocate okay so that's about okay. so from her her bio you can only know where we're headed to this topic exactly um, that last part that last part <laughs> right. so today we're going to talk about gender inequality yep yep um so are you right yep. let, me start, let me ask you first jesus christ let me, let me leave our guest put me on the spot so what do you understand by gender inequality ah <sighs> my understanding of gender inequality or gender just gender inequality i'm still very much a learner in this field which is why we are having this conversation to learn yeah but i would say gender inequality doesn't have doesn't have to do much with physical aspects okay because when when we talk about gender inequality people are always quick to like turn it down like no 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 there's not you cannot have gender equality because men and women are not built the same way okay. you know can a man give birth mm. can a woman carry this but I would say gender inequality is when opportunities are not equal mm. to both genders. genders. As simple as that. It's a matter of opportunity not being equal. It's a matter of platforms not being equal. It's a matter of rewards not being equal. Not just the being themselves mm. or or physical or how, how they're physically made. So that's, in a nutshell, opportunities, platforms, and, uh, and you know, like rewards not being available to both genders. So, before I start saying rubbish, let me give it back to our guest. So, Ma, what is gender inequality? Or gender equality? Anyhow, you want to explain it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, gender inequality is just the unequal treatment and perception of individuals based on their gender. Wow. So, that's, that's just the long and short of it unequal treatment of different individuals on based of on the basis of sex. Okay, so if you were to grade my definition now, I'm I'm going to ask you Yari because you think I've escaped. If I if we were to grade okay. my different definition, do you think is it close or is I far fetched from the answer? Because I'm trying to see if I know what I'm saying. No, it's 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 a great de- definition somehow. Okay. It's not far from the truth. All right. Thank All right. You. Um, quickly, Tola. Um, I yeah. want to ask me my own thoughts, but I think you get to understand my own thoughts about it as we go on. Um, <laughs> okay. So, but I want to find out from you, why is it so hard to have a conversation on gender equality? Why does it always turn out into name calling, fighting online, bashing, and everybody having their own groups, fighting themselves? Why does it always have to lead to that? I'm sure you are online a lot and you see a lot of these arguments based on when a woman decides her wants her her own um, right, the other other group begins to fight for this and that. Mm-hmm. Why why do we have why why is it so always very a hot um plate to handle when we talk about gender inequality or equality? Okay. Um you know, we as like women, we are already on the oppressed. We are the oppressed like from time we have been the oppressed gender okay so i mean there is no way that you should ask for patients because they are not patients they have been ridiculed they have been slapped they have been all sorts of things have been done to them so they don't have the patience to start teaching 
you on the basis of, okay, this is why I'm oppressed. These are the things that are happening to me. That We get defensive because of the things that have happened to us, all the things that have passed through in the time past. We are still passing through them. It's like a daily life of misogyny every time. So they don't have any form of like patience to anyone and there is no need for politeness because you won't <laughs> ask for the same politeness oh. from your um fellow man <laughs> where so, you're, so you're already coming out with guns talking. right no please fire fire keep firing we have we have guns for you too anyway you won't, <laughs> you won't ask for like politeness from him and men don't really like listening to women like it's 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 they just talk over them. They say, oh, okay, uh, this is not what you're supposed to be fi- um, fighting for. Or they mansplain things. Mm. Like, you explain things by a man. The explanation is done by a man. But to a woman, in a manner of condescension, like, the overconfidence is just there. And also with cluelessness, you don't know what you're talking about, but because you want your voice to be heard. Okay. Okay. That's when... Yeah. Okay. So uh, I'm so gl- I'm see. God is God is a beautiful God. I'm I'm glad that you you answered this way because I had a particular train of thought that I was going to you know bring to this conversation today, which is Are you familiar with the Black Lives Matter conversation? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know when they when there's an yeah. argument online and you have or even even in America now where you have people saying Black Lives Matter and you have some white people come and they say, uh, no, actually all lives matter because I mean, everybody deserves to be treated uh, properly and treated and right. You understand? So then, the argument that the black life that the black people would go against with that is that they say no, that no, uh, that's not the case because yes, all lives matter. But at the moment, because blacks have been the one that they've been oppressed so much and all of yeah. that, so that is why it is our own lives that matter at the moment. So, do you think like there's a similarity between? that particular line of argument and what you just said about, you know, what when Yari said, why is it that there's always this heated perspective or, or it or heated approach from the ladies when you want to, you know, approach men online and try to educate men. So are you are you are you saying that in this position you can say the the female are like in the in the shoes of the black people when they're arguing for Black Lives Matter? Yes, yes. Okay. Um like I said before, there is no uh, form of patience then also these people have been oppressed and they get when you when you try to tell them what their experiences have been by being a white you have not experienced that and people are trying to educate you that okay these are the things that affect us Hmm. as blacks these are the things that we go through as blacks but you need to center your own self in the conversation you're not listening you are not um, trying to gather points that will make you think that, okay, you can sit down and think and say, oh, so I guess what these people are trying to say. I guess um, why these people are really outraged, outraged about this matter. So we just need to sometimes keep quiet and listen to what other people are trying to pass across. Okay. All right. Um, yeah, so for this conversation, we're going to be going on um, four um, different quadrants. Um, one is we're going to be talking about family, um, gender inequality in family. We're going to be talking about gender inequality in relationships, um, gender inequality okay. in the workplace, and also gender equality in faith. Um, so I'd like to start with family. The family is the smallest unit of society, and um, we all know that uh, when we have a dysfunctional family setup. It snowballs into the society at large, where we have dysfunctional yeah. people coming out of different families that are not um, healthy families. All right. So, what's your okay. take in a family setting? Who is the head of a home? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see that coming. Too. <laughs> Allow me ask my question. I love the way you put that. Please answer. Let's let's talk about it. <laughs> Um, I can't speak for everybody, but I am a Christian. But no, no, you are so speaking as of... you are speaking as a women's rights <laughs> activist right? at the moment. You are putting me on the spot. I am a Christian before I am 
an mm. activist okay. or whatever it is. Which is cool. Then, okay, this, and um, we have been hearing different arguments for and against submission. I know some months ago, Twitter was on fire because of one case like that. So let me just continue. Okay. The topic of submission uh, gets so much wrong interpretation. Every time it's brought up, only gender is considered. Okay. True oh, knowledge okay. of the gospel will solve all these arguments. Because if we know what the love of Christ is, like the love of Christ is that when we do countless unimaginable things, we still go back to him. He doesn't condemn us. So if Christian men or men know this type of love, it's not that you are in that position of, of course, the Bible says that the man is the head and the woman should submit, yes. Okay. But you know that you are in that position to serve. You are not in that position to lord or oppress. And for all the men who throw, ah, why must submit to your husband and uh, things like that in people's faces, they should check out this hard truth. We have no right expecting submission from anybody. Mm-hmm. The wife, especially if you are not loved her like Christ loved the church. Okay. And that is the part we are supposed to do. Then being kind to a woman is being being the kind of man a woman should submit to. Like being a leader. Okay. We should understand that it is not like a rulership or a superiority contest. Okay. Then we are not supposed to the man is not supposed to be a dictator. And we should not force her to submit to our irrational desires. She can't always agree with everything that we say or the man says. The guy will have to listen to. His word is not the last word. And I believe that there are no gender-specific roles in the home. Like, everybody should be able to share whatever roles or chores that are there in the house. And I'm not saying that we should divide it 50-50, that, oh, you, you do this. Or we should be keeping count. No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that everyone should have what um, they are supposed to do so that there won't be resentment in the long run. And we should always try to clean up our, after ourselves. I've heard so many things of even uh, the families close to me and they'll say, oh, this man needs a wife so that his house will not be dirty or so huh. he will be able to... Uh, keep a home or things like that and those things just rile me up that so you mean you're a grown man and you cannot take care of yourself you need a man to always pamper you okay. and look after you okay Tola. So, Tola. Um, okay okay listen, to, me. listen to me <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm clapping for you because you didn't answer my question straight I, yeah. I'm not done but wait wait now done, wait <laughs> I like how you ask me a question. I asked you a question like uh, from um, TBS to VI. <laughs> but you went first to a papa first. Take us to And um, passed some other color. To dismantle everything. <laughs> I, I I actually get your point. I understand where you are coming from. Well, you have been able to dismantle um, the head of home. Like, what she did basically was to dismantle the, the, that the head. head. Of home. Yeah, yeah, like, she just dismantled it like by going, and which is smart. Mm. But in the... Um, in the normal sense, eh? in a family setting, yeah. do you think do you think it's very important that people have fathers who are strong, who are who are held, who are leaders of the home? Is it very important mm. that families have responsible and lead, leading fathers? <laughs> I think I see where you are going with this, but please tell us. <laughs> Let's hear your share your view. Yeah. I think everybody should be responsible. Even as a man, you should be responsible now because I'm not, I'm not, uh, I don't know why you should be joining yourself with another person if you are not responsible enough. Even to take care of yourself is a responsibility. Then being able to take care of other people around you is another responsibility. And again, in the family setting, especially in Nigeria, we believe that the man is just supposed to provide financially and just leave all the parenting and care to the woman as if um, the children were not born together, like the man and the woman didn't come together for the children to come on this earth. And again, there are some skills that we are, we are partners, like 
a man and a woman are supposed to be partners. Okay. Like in everything. There is no there is no I don't think there's any form of there should be any form of hierarchy in any way. The man should be responsible, the woman should be responsible. That's all. Okay. Now I, I cannot disagree with you. May yeah, I agree, um, but anyway. You agree with her? I agree with her. Okay. I cannot disagree with you because I feel that there's a there's the, the importance of a man a, a father figure in a house. Okay, for example, let's look at um, studies that have shown that uh, where we have um, homes where they are not being led okay, by, by man. men. Okay. Young men mm-hmm. do not have okay. who to look up to. Do you get? And it's a very, very important. There's a Mongolian proverb that says that just as it is to lose your horse on a long journey, it's also tragedy to lose your father very young in life. So there's like we I know we can go about it and go about it, but when we have like you said responsible fathers, it helps push you especially the children okay. to grow further and also especially young boys. All right, it's I think my own opinion yeah. I think it's very important that if a boy or a father is in the life of a son, because it helps create a better man. Okay, and I feel it helps the family setting. Okay. Sorry, I'm, I'm so sorry. I, I just feel like because if you go, if you sorry to yeah, yeah. cut you short, because if you go into the criminal criminal world, um, the underworld, you find uh, that a lot of criminals, a lot of um, ladies that are into um, wrong vices, everybody, you hear what we call daddy issues, mm. where you have a father that mm. is not responsible or a deadbeat dad. So I feel that we should not. I know, I know, we are. We need to be. Res- we need to all have responsibility and show some maturity. But I, I don't think we should downplay the essence of a father, a man, even the life of a girl, a young girl. All right? So that's just my own point. So not to cut short what you're saying, but okay. I have a question. Yeah, okay. yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, me, what I have is not, even, is not even a question. Okay, so what we first uh, talked about was the husband and wife submission issue. What me I would say about that is that I feel, I feel, oh, what's me I feel, oh, that I understand. You understand? I'm also a Christian, you know. So I'm not trying mm-hmm. to go off, off yeah, the yeah. word here. I feel that submission works both ways. When it comes to the whole man's, uh, woman's submit to a husband. And the, course, Bible, yeah, the, the Bible in Ephesians 5 talks about, in that Ephesians 5, it, it arranged it. You know, uh, the husband mm-hmm. should love the wife while the wife should submit. So, yeah. what is love? There's no type of love that does not involve some form of submission. Submission is not just you know bowing down, bowing down to the person, other person. Submission actually involves sacrifice, involves you know uh, suppressing some things that are your own type of uh, lifestyles because of the love that you have for somebody else. On this podcast, we talked about love languages and personalities in the past, whereby you you might you might be with someone that you guys are not having, you guys don't have the same type of communication pattern or love languages, but because you love the person, you are you are willing to submit yourself to the level whereby you can actually learn the person's love language. That way, that is that is my own angle of submission working both ways. Now, also in in the light of the husband and wife, I see it as I see me the way I see marriage now. I see I don't like the idea of bride price of going to i don't like the idea of bride price or you know going to acquire a property into your house and mm. you know because mm. of that you're not bringing up from an, me just like you said uh i've i see marriage now obviously i, I didn't used to see like this before but i've been trying to educate myself i see marriage now as more of a partnership type of thing now where it gets dicey you know you can say marriage partnership man and woman man and woman man and woman yes yes we share accounts we talk about everything we, we split the bills we do this and that yes it can work but where you can now begin to have question mark is where yari now be, you know began to delve into which is where he talks about the father figure you know there's difference between husband and wife and there's now parental duties yeah. you understand so i think yeah. when when the husband and wife now become parents i think that partnership now you now have to begin to understand it's another perspective in the sense that Yes, we're not trying to say everybody. Everybody should. Everybody should be limited to a certain type of thing. The husband, the the father should be able to relate to the children with love, with emotions. The same way the wife or the mother should be able to relate with the children. It's not as if, as you said, the the husband or the father should just be talking about be be involved with the money aspect. But just like Yari said, now when it comes to that aspect too, I believe that the husband and the wife, the father and the mother, now they have a role to play. It's each role now those roles might be different now they cannot be the same again that, that's where the partnership thing begins to 
in a way dissolve or separate into what a man is capable of doing and what the woman is capable of doing. You understand? Now, me, yeah. if if me now, for example, when I get married, obviously, I'll see it as a partnership with my wife. But as soon as, you know, I st- we start having kids, especially male, uh, male kids or a male child, I know that I need to let that that son and that, that child understand the fact that there's a lot of mess there about male. There's a lot of un- unrealistic expectations about male. There's a lot of uh, things that he needs to begin to unlearn quickly. But the wife or my wife will not be able to say that. She won't be able to say it with a lot of experience because me, I'm talking from experience. So I don't know if I've actually confused yeah, anybody. Yeah, what, what you're saying basically that your wife will make it like an instruction, but you, you're, you're like a story. Not in that aspect. Okay, I'm saying that. Okay, when we have, when me and my wife now, we have son and daughter. Yes. Now, before we have a son and a daughter, mm. we are, two of us are together. We are living life. We are partnering. I'm not trying to be pepe the lord over. Well, pepe swooping. Wow. <laughs> well, I'm not. I'm not trying to be the lord over her. She's not trying to be the lord over me. Even if, even if she has money more than me, I'm not trying to feel low because she has money more than me. Nothing like that. We understand now. So there's, there's that mutual relationship and partnership. But as soon as we now begin to have, let's say, two kids now, mm. a boy and a girl, I'm saying the type of virtues or the type of the, 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 the type of things that I can teach the boy, she will not be able to teach the boy. Absolutely. You understand? Because me, I'm coming from uh, a truckload of experience as a man. You understand? From a male perspective. So, obviously, I would also show love to my daughter, but there are some things that I won't be able to teach her that my wife can teach her. So, in this, in this scenario now, that is where we now begin to have our own gender roles to play as parents. I hope I'm making sense. Abi, am I, am I, am no, I chatting you're, rubbish? You're actually making a lot of sense. But I, told, I, don't, I don't know if you get what he said. Um, he's talking about uh, why everybody has, like, he's also buttressing your point and also some of my points. I think he's yeah. trying to harness both of the points both of together. together yes. So, like, for example, from what he says that um, a man a man can only teach a boy how to dress very well. Okay. You understand? Yeah. Yeah. How to groom properly, how yeah. to take care of your private parts, yeah. how to do this, yeah. how to, you understand? That's what a man can do. A woman can yeah. do it too. Shout out to women that are doing it too. But, yeah. but it will be more better coming from someone that had that experience. Yes. Like, there are things that I've gone through personally in terms of um, adolescence. Yeah. Not things that are out there, but just normal adolescence stuff that we challenge that young guys face that will definitely be like a stepping stone for my son. Yes. So I think that was his basically saying that. So you can't really downplay the essence and the role of both parties in the house, which is what you actually said. I think that brings us brings our con- our conversation about family yeah. and gender equality. But um what they what before we move to another aspect, I want to find out from you what are the other ways where in Nigeria, let's let's use our own context here in, in Africa or let's say particularly in Nigeria here, what are the cases of gender inequality you have seen? In families. On oh, okay. for for both male and female. I didn't just say female alone though. What are the gender inequalities you have seen for both for male and female? Okay, gender inequalities for like in the home, yeah? Yes, in family, yeah. Okay. So, um, I think we have talked about uh, chores at home. Yeah. Yeah. But what what do you think? So, are, what do you think that guys face? What what are the issues okay, that guys I, face that are that you think that gender inequality in families that we talk about because not only women go through gender inequality, men also go through gender inequality. Mm-hmm. They also face gender inequality as well. So what are the for, for what your experiences mm-hmm. as a women rights activist? What have you seen that men go through that which you think is not actually right in the family? Okay, so I should just talk about the men now. Yes, please. Not the women. What yes. do women go through? <laughs> you already say yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, I think the financial aspect, like it is the topmost one, like men are supposed to provide. That's what society puts on them, that, oh, you must be able to provide. If you, are, you don't have money, you're the man. You're not this, you're not that. So I think as a society, we should stop putting so much pressure on the men to... I mean, you should be able to provide for your family, but it should not be a do-or-die affair. Mm. If the woman earns more, it doesn't matter. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, that's on the part of the financial aspect. Then, also, um, I think 
gender inequalities like in form of expressing emotions then men are not supposed to they are always told that oh you're supposed to be strong you're mm. supposed to be strong Toxic for your family you're supposed to be but sometimes you need to express your emotion let it come out yes so that you won't explode yes yes so that you won't explode i was talking to someone one time uh, and the guy was like uh, i can't cry that um i have from a family that looks up to me so why would i be crying I'm wow. like, man you need to see a therapist wow. <laughs> so you can't cry mama cry you are big so um uh yeah, so we are supposed to. They they feel pain, so so they should be able to express what they are feeling. They are supposed to be able to express anger, how they are feeling at any point in time, and they should not be called uh, women, the weaker sex, when they try to express those mm. emotions. Mm-hmm. Like we have always heard people saying, "Oh, are you? Why are you crying? Are you a girl? Are, are are you, you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this starts from the woman, even the the um like the least stage as a boy yes like a toddler can yes cry, yes the, the mom will say why are you crying like you yes. so all those things just Sorry. just it just gets ingrained yeah. so that's why you they grow up and start thinking that ah no i'm not supposed to cry my uh i need to put on a a strong face or a strong no let it out and let it just flow <laughs> like that. she says let it out let it go, go let it flow and... that that's that's wonderful <laughs> we um i appreciate your um honest um, submission okay. on that aspect so we're moving on to the workplace now eh? we're going to talk about gender inequality yeah. in the workplace now so sorry. we have i'm 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 so i'm so sorry this thing is choking me <laughs> sorry just be, before before we moved before we moved to the workplace i'm so sorry i really had to okay. just <laughs> about the home thing i don't know if any parents listen to this if i parent i listen to this please let us kill this this mentality of you know when you're expecting your child and and he's not a boy you feel like you know man yes, we have to yes, keep trying yes, until we yes, until yes, you get yes, a man yes. and i just get a man until you get a boy and if, and if it's a lady and if it's a girl there's that there's this whole there's this whole mentality of ah I'm always never really get picking based on saying there's That's no trash, you know it's trash and I just I just need to trash that trash before we move <laughs> to the next part. Thank you very much. <laughs> but, but to be honest, and, to be honest, again, it would be nice yeah, to have um, a boy. It's not the woman, so yeah. it is based on like ignorance. It's not the woman that produces the Y chromosome. <laughs> so I don't know why the I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I just. Are you, are you, are you a woman? Right not TV, bro. I don't see. I've I've been reading a lot about what women go through. I feel that pain. I I think I might. I think I might consider myself a feminist. I'm not sure yet, but maybe after this conversation, I will know that I am one or not. So, so yeah. So guys are being converted to feminists here on the podcast. That's what make you converse. That's what happens on make you converse podcast. You know, we have conversations that make us change our change. ideas yeah. and shift our ground on different topics yes, around um, life. So like I said, we're going to talk about the workplace now mm-hmm. gender inequality yeah. in the workplace so there's this discussion eh, that keeps going on around okay you say like you said earlier it takes two i think i said it takes two to make a baby all right yeah, it she, takes yeah. two to make a baby yeah. why do we now have women going on six months maternity leave and the men are only giving two weeks in the uk i don't know about nigeria but but in the uk guys are women go for six months maternity leave and guys are going for two weeks my maternity if it takes two to raise a child why do why do guys not have longer maternity weeks okay that one uh i think that question is should be directed to the government actually they are the ones that make all those uh, laws mm. and pass all those bills whatever it is and if this is even bringing us to gender inequality again if we had women, more women, in all those salient places, um, senior positions, mm-hmm. and like political offices, that I'm just I'm not talking about women that are like being sustained on patriarchy, that are queens of patriarchy, okay. women who uh, don't care whatever happens to women. So I'm talking about women who want the best. Like for everyone, everyone to be equal, and even the men that are there, they are not even, they are not bothered about taking leaves. Because if you wanted um, 
rest for yourself and your gender, you would have pushed that being now that say, oh, don't we need the rest? These people are getting six months. And we, we are getting two months. Can't we revisit that law, whatever it is, and change it and make, make it equal and things like that? So I think that's why we need more people to unlearn all these uh, toxic ideas and toxic opinions that, and if you ask some people that, okay, why not give men six months? And some, some people might reply and say, yeah, are you a woman? Why do you need six months? Hmm. The two months is enough. Because we know yeah. there are different kinds of characters in Nigeria. So I think that it is what it is. Um, to, to get your point, you are actually right. You made a very salient um, example there why women need to be in power because this um, i don't know if you guys heard of this judge in the u.s that just died george ginsburg so she was a very old judge she yes, died at yes, age of yes. 84 yeah and yeah. she was actually one of the first women in the yeah. u.s supreme court and she she had so many um declarations to save women yeah. but very importantly there was also like a law she also made that helped men too yeah for example there was a, there's a story of a man who lost his wife at childbirth mm. but yeah, like, this yeah, morning yeah. they give yeah. um women okay when they lose their husband so they can take care of themselves so the guy was trying to get that money to oh. take care of his kids but the government were telling him that no way no way no way so when she found out that i think yeah. she was very young then when she found out that that was what was going on she made like drastic steps to actually change mm. the well i i that's that yeah. I, I had to say i'll have kept quiet but i had to say it because of it was your point that you raised and it was actually same synchronizing with what has already happened in the past which is very true so i think you are saying yeah. that we should have more yeah. women in government who can actually make much um, because we've had guys yeah. for years in government yes, and they've not man. done they've not done yes, so we can't really blame women yeah. we can't blame women for, blame, that, yeah, for that yeah. but let's talk about um for on the size of women now what are the issues why are women having them what's your opinion first of all let me before i said the other question what's your opinion on 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 women being given a chair without entitled without um meriting it mm. they are giving a chair in the in the corporate they want to have a, a woman you understand? Like, if you, want, if you watch CNN now, you always see women. They always have to balance it. Mm-hmm. Now, what's, your, what, yes, what's your take? Do you think it's, it's, it's important that people marry their position or they are giving based on their gender? I think it is important that people marry the position. And even, see, if we think about it, we, uh, boys are, women are more, girls, they're more likely to have um, they are less likely, sorry, to go to school more than boys are. So if you have a lot of boys going to school, then maybe just a few um, girls going to school. And to keep some certain positions, you need to be educated. So there, there aren't so much women that are uh, wanting to go into these positions or learning, learning about all these things that will make them like, be be um, taking these positions, like for their merit, like being uh, meriting all these kind of positions, you need to work hard. And women work hard in Nigeria. If we are being realistic, we work hard. Fox. It's just that there are errant opportunities for us to get to this position. And it's, sometimes it's not even if we are being frank. Most of these men in this position is not by by merit that well, is there. True. So is it true. I mean connection if, bro leg day for night now. Leg leg. <laughs> now based on who you know, but continue leg, this. Uh-huh. yes. And Nigeria where we are, nepotism yeah. is the top of the day. So it's not this is not a new thing. So if women had access to education and being able to get mentors who told their past that okay. You need to go through these stages to get to this seat, or you need to do this to get here. I mean, there will be women. And even in the labor market, eh, I've noticed that men, even if they are underqualified, they will apply for any position, any form of position. And you see women second-guessing. Even me, I do it. I second-guess myself. I say, ah, this position, mm-hmm. I don't think I can handle it. So it's not my... It's not my... Uh, I'm not sure I'm so I'm expert enough to handle this position. So I'll just leave it alone. But men 
will do it because of overconfidence. I wish I could buy the audaciousness of men. I've been seeing that on Twitter recently. Like the audacity that men have. Her point is very, 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 very brilliant. They are so audacious. Like they shoot application shots. Like if we had those things and access to these resources together, uh -uh, we won't be talking about gender inequality now, now. So I think that's that's my own point. To add to what you said, eh, there was this, uh, I was because of the preparation for this um, podcast, I listened to a woman who said that that same confidence, she actually lacked that confidence. She was going to a new company, um, a board position, a very big position. So on getting to the place, she found that she was already having um, low confidence in the interview room. Mm -hmm. So, but lucky for her, as she just got into into the uh, interview room, she began to rant and rant about how she's not qualified. I'm sorry, I don't think I'm qualified for this job. Please, I'm, I just came because I just I felt I just try. Duma said, the, the, and luckily it was a woman that was in the panel. Uh. Duma said, let me be the judge of the fact that I'm not qualified. Mm. And that's how she yeah. got the job. Oh. So I think women actually struggle with that with that confidence. I didn't know Bro. that women have that there's confidence. A, there's a whole lot playing field. Like there's a whole lot going. Just, just sorry, just just also add to this conversation of confidence and workplace. Before we recorded this episode, I was listening to Shimamanda, a book she wrote called "We Should All Be Feminists." So I listened to it. That's that's like my second time I'm listening to it. So there's 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 one thing that she said that she experienced one time. She said, or she used to experience, but she began to, which I'm going to also ask you guys now, the relation, the relationship between that and the other thing I want to ask you. Now, she said uh, there was a time when anytime she would go for meetings, board meetings, maybe she had a presentation. What used to worry her was not the fact that she was prepared for a presentation, but rather it was actually her dressing. Mm. She said that, you know, men don't, ha don't have to worry much about their dressing. I mean, not like they don't have to worry much, but in terms of, she said, yeah. she, she, she said, she said, women are not really taken seriously when they are too dressed in a feminine manner. Mm. So anytime, yeah. so yeah, so so anytime she wanted to go for this presentation, she used to try to dress like men, you know, wear suits, you know, wear like, the, uh, like Angelina Merkel, the counselor of Germany. Yes, exactly. She like a man. Exactly. So hey, now maybe that president, now maybe the mentality she has to is the same thing what Shimamanda had yeah. then. So she now said that she she often felt like she wasn't confident enough and it was affecting her own identity. So now I want to ask, relating to this you know conversation and also the workplace. Can this whole gender equality inequality thing can it affect your self identity from female and male perspective? I don't know. Wow. Um. Let me. I think I should go first. Oh, yeah, go first. Obviously, it will definitely affect your identity. To always affect it will definitely affect your identity. Where you feel that you don't, you, you're not up to standard. Yeah. Where you wear the same um, access to opportunities are not given to you because of you don't meet a particular you will definitely try to confirm that's human nature yeah. you will try to confirm adapt, yeah, adapt to, what? to another type of identity which are you to definitely affect your identity mm. um Tola, i don't know if you have anything about that okay yes it will definitely affect your identity you have low self-esteem like there are some there are some mansplaining that I've heard in this life. Sorry, this this mass this sorry. Tola 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 with tola with sorry. This this word you just said. You said it once before. Just in case that people that don't understand the word, can you just explain mansplain? Is it mansplaining or mansplain? Please explain yes, it to us. Okay, it's just explanation of something by a man. Oh. Typically to a woman, because who else would you explain it to? Is a woman in a way of overconfidence and is honestly clueless about what they are talking about, but he just has to put his own two cents. Oh. Okay, it's like like a, like a like a guy is saying that um, um childbirth is not hard. Uh. That he, he does like oh yeah. yes yes yes. <laughs> Do yes. Have voice and, first. Uh, uh, <laughs> up. I know I know best. I know best. I wonder how I can devalue a woman's experience hmm. today. That's how they move. Like wow. okay, I know I, I should speak on this subject. Because I'm very learned, and they give it to people, to women who have like more skills than they do. Hmm. So I'm like, what is what is? Okay. Why are you talking over women? And you're not even giving them space to talk. You're just spewing whatever comes out of your mouth. I have, a, I have a question. I have a question. Um, yeah. Some weeks ago, like I almost got in the very heated argument with one of my friends. She's I think she's a feminist too. She's wokeist. She's a woke woke person. So. <laughs> Like, there was this uh, flyer of a program about family planning or something. 
something about safe having safe sex and something about planning um, homes or something about that like so you don't keep getting pregnant and stuff like so okay. they were like they were having two speakers one was a gynecologist and the other one was into like this society for family health planning and everything so there were just two guys on the on the whole on the whole uh, flyer mm. and she had a problem with it mm. but me my own point was that i know there are guys there that are speaking on this topic about, about women pregnancy and everything fertility that was that was a program it was about fertility a fertility program Okay. Yes, for women or something about uh, oh, like that. So there were two guys on the program. <laughs> one was a gynecologist, the old man gynecologist. The other one was like a director in a society for family health and stuff like that. So she had a problem with the fact that there were two guys handling the program. Like those are the guys who were being the moderators of the program. And I was like, these people are experienced in their field now. They ex- one is a gynecologist, one is a director. Obviously, I've seen cases and cases and cases. Definitely. They obviously have the fact they can speak on it. They're not men. They're not basically okay. men. But they can speak on a fact that, for for example, a gynecologist, his major of his subjects are female. So, they can okay. speak on this fact. So, why do, we, why do women have a problem with that? See, I have... I, mean, so I, I would feel uneasy too if I saw that kind of flyer. Like, yeah... Um, speaking on an issue that involves women, like even just have have the inclusion of two other women. Don't just be two two men, so that people would not think you are tone deaf because this world has gone is is really so sensitive. So you need to be watching your step at every time, at every point in time, and check that. Oh, hope I'm not uh, being insensitive to someone else and. Again, hearing male opinions over and over and over and over again, over an issue. Like, either it's solicited or unsolicited for, they'll make sure that you must hear, you must hear their own point of view. Why not just be silent and just learn, just learn from other people? Like, there was a time on Twitter, I think I saw one tweet like that, that um, someone was saying, childbirth isn't that um, painful and periods too are not painful yeah and also someone was arguing with a woman about the female body like the female organ and i'm like bruh really Really? i think are you did you were you a female in your last life or your past life maybe that's why you have so much uh, audacity on this issue so i think that that's just my own Running up the whole gender inequality on the workplace, I feel that, like you said, there are more men in places of authority than women, and uh, which is true. And I think yeah. we should improve in the future. Chinimanda um, says something. I'm not really her biggest fan, but I listened to one of one of her interviews that she said that um, that back in the Stone Age or back in the old olden age, that many of the things that we need to be done needed a lot of strength, and the person with the strongest, yeah. with the strong, the strongest person was the leader. But now things are yeah. more of intuition. They're more of um, intellect, cre- creativity, and brain work. And women can also mm-hmm. take part in those things. So it's, it's henceforth that yeah. the fact that women can also play leadership role. Because it said in UK, in the top one hundred companies in UK, there are more um, men named David than there are women um, leaders in in one hundred of the companies in the UK. Um, so I think mm-hmm. we should have more women into those roles. And we should try as much as possible to um, encourage women into leadership roles because it will just make it, it will be helpful at least to increase. But but something I also want to say, do you think that um, we can ever have equality? Do you think that we can actually achieve equality? Is it possible? Because WMUN um, is one of their sustainable goals. Yeah, yeah. SDGs. Yeah, is gen- that they want equality, equality by 2030, sort of. Mm. Do you think we can actually achieve equality? Because... Um, Will Durant in his book History of the World mm-hmm. says that um, freedom and inequality and equality are sworn enemies. When you have freedom, you can have equality. Mm. Countries that have free, um, massive freedom, there's high inequality. inequality. Countries where there's high, high equality, equality there's, there's less freedom. freedom yeah. So, do you think it's possible that we can experience um, um, equality? Like, is it possible that we can actually experience equality? And some people have that opinion that they say that we shouldn't have to look for equality. We should be looking for equity. What's your whole take about the whole stuff? Well, 
maybe not in our lifetime, Sha, mm. but I think we are getting there. When we when we stop ha- having like baseless arguments and just listen and listen to other people, let's just listen to other people. And also, um, we are teaching. We are teaching ourselves, and we are all on learning things. Me too. As I am, I am still on learning things. There are some things, but I am not where I used to be like five years ago because I know that ha, five years ago I was. I didn't even want to hear about these things because I thought that oh, if you are fighting for uh, equality, you are a child of Belial mm. uh, or something like okay. that. So, okay. um, like I think that it's a, it's an ongoing topic, and people are just progressing. There are some people that are still against it, that in the next two years, three years, they will start realizing that, oh, okay, what these people said or what these people have been saying for years now is actually true. Because they will find themselves in such some situations and uh, be able to see all the struggles that we can go through. It's not just a one-day one thing or a one-year thing. I don't yeah. think we can put a timeline on um, getting equality yeah and I, about the equity i don't i don't really know about that one so. okay okay just i think i i agree with you i believe that it's an ongoing uh conversation that we might not even get to yeah. experience the benefits even though we are fighting for it i think what came to my yes, mind you said that yes. was you know the you know i'm about to go all christian on you guys apologies not giving anyway you know the you know how in in the book of hebrews it talks about how the things that that the present people are experiencing now are the promises that those those people or those men of faith received then, but they didn't get to witness yes, those yes. promises. It is us mm-hmm. now that we're witnessing. Although them, if if they did not write about the promises, we will not experience them. So I think it's it's synonymous mm-hmm. in the sense that we are doing the groundwork of trying. Like now, this so that's what we're talking about last in uh, our last episode, dying empty, creating creating stuff. This episode now is going to go live. It's going to go out when it's ready to go out and even when we leave this earth it's still going to be on this earth so people that will come after us after we've died and listen to this episode hopefully they will learn something about you know gender yeah. equality and they will, they, will, they will get better so yes i'm just buttressing Tola's point that it's definitely i don't think it's something that we can achieve in our own time maybe with the way things are going though maybe when we are very old maybe we are when we are old but they said two three five ten i'm all but, but I think I think even though we don't achieve um, a state of Eldorado or perfect um, equality, yeah. But I feel that there's a lot of changes that have already happening, yeah. Which which is very very good. Like years ago, women in Saudi Arabia, yeah, could not drive, could not drive, yes. But now they can drive. Now they can drive. So there's progress. Years ago, yeah. women could not vote, yes. Now but they now can. they can vote. So there's progress. So I think we should just give it time, yeah. Um, but we should keep trying, yeah. Keep educating, yeah. Keep um, um, empowering people, yeah. I I feel that them go spiritual like Ayo. I think the, what the devil does is to dysfunction families. Hmm. The fact that we can't have healthy families, we keep having broken people, we keep having um, people that abuse women, Definitely. he beats women up. And if you don't have good families, so I think families, we have to focus on families, yeah. how to have healthy families, and that's how we can have equality. I, 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 if I've lived in a family where my father did not beat my mother, yeah. my father lived... Um, um, he he treated her as, a, as an equal. He really loved her. Like I am, um, what Tola said about how Christ loved the church. Yeah. If my father did all those things, I won't carry the mindset that my wife, my or wife, my, wife yeah. or my or my spouse is beneath me. You understand? I will treat her like my equal as well. So yeah. we, I think we should have that. Um, it, it take time. Yeah. And I think what you people like you are doing, Tola and yourself and all your likes are doing, is very very good. But I think, like you, you also made your point that the reason why it has to be aggressive. If it's not aggressive, you know? it won't hurt you. And it's yeah, won't, definitely. It won't pay. But it can also be abused. Tola, you know it can also be abused as well. Because study says that now in the, uh, I think in Canada or uh, US, that many uh, male mentors are refusing to work with um, st- female students. Okay. Because they are afraid. Because of the Me Too agenda. Abby. Yes. So they are afraid of being Me Tooed. Okay, for those who don't know uh, me to uh, what me to uh, yeah, agenda is, it actually yeah. means that where um, in the work in the office place where is a young a lady staff can report of you making sexual advances to her. Oh, yes, and can also make. Uh, is that is that is that what it means basically, right? Yeah, 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 and also um, 
why are men being like really fearful about these things? If you are keeping your hands to yourself and you're not talking, you're not saying derogative things, you're not making weird comments, mm-hmm. and you're being professional, I don't think, um, like, I would want to learn. I'm not saying that I don't want to learn from men. I would want to, because everybody has their own yeah. uh, level of knowledge and things like that. I would want to, definitely, I would want a male mentor or a female mentor, but we should be professional. There are some things that you're not supposed to do at work. Okay. Um... Like, you're not supposed to do some, there are some things that are just unprofessional. So, I think they are just being paranoid. And if you doing the right thing, you will not be paranoid about what has has not even happened. So, <laughs> that's, that's, I like, I like, I like where I come from. But um, you know, like for everything that um, has value, like medicine, cannot be, it can also be abused too. So yeah, that medical agenda can also be, yeah. it has been abused. So and we have seen it severally, like the case of um, Johnny Depp and his uh, yes, wife, and his, his wife, wife. Yeah, where the wife was right, was one actually yeah. abusing him yes. and, and came out to say that she was yeah, yeah. So it happens. Let's not um, assume that it doesn't happen. So what they were saying, yeah, the report was that women actually, men are actually being, um, CEOs are actually being careful in attending to women because they don't want to be looked upon like they were making sexual advances to mm-hmm, her. Mm-hmm. You understand? Because keeping them late mm-hmm. nights at work and everything. So they want to keep trying as much as possible to avoid to have, this kind of stuff. So when they have like five applicants and their one is female, they end up picking the male applicant because they know they can't have any that problems, kind of yeah. issues with her. So I think that's also where mm-hmm. because of the is the way the way it's been uh, extreme now. Yeah. It's now making um women rights and everything now becoming so extreme that it has to diminish men. Mm-hmm. So that's where we have a problem now. And it also snowballs into that mid movement too. Yeah, y- y- sorry, just I was I was, I was going to ask this. So before I ask this, let me just uh buttress something as well that we are going to say about the whole growth and progress and this this whole trying to make sure that there's progress. I think I was in the car one day, although before then I'd learned this, but just to just to show how we can actually make our own change individually. I was in the car one day and me, a friend and a woman, a mother, she was at the back. We were going for a teens program or so. And we were trying to buy fuel. The person in front of us was was driving slowly. He was doing anything. I was driving sluggish before he moved. So the person that was driving our own car was like, ah, when this guy moving, when this guy moving, ah, why are they driving? Why are they even drive slow, slow, slow like saying a woman is V? <laughs> me, at that point, mm-hmm. at, at that yeah. point, me, before then, I already, I, I already know how derogation that that sounds normally. So, but I was expecting the woman. Normally, she's, she's a quiet woman in church. But she's like, ah, uh, uncle, 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 so and so, ah, balance my sorry, go by. How is that kind of thing? Uh, you see, mm-hmm. uh, and so, if, and so, if, if it's a woman, call and can you call, can you call? So, 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 I think if we can, but like years ago, yes. years ago, she would never, she would never exactly. So that means because there's there's been a platform or there's been shift. progress, a shift. Also, when yes, also yes. when. When ladies, beautiful ladies, you know, should I say, well endowed ladies are walking oh on the God, street of Lagos, and you have guys saying, it's "Hey, like uh, fine girl, uh, look at it's you, uh, can you go, can you go? But you, I, I think yeah. women, I don't, I don't know where how I should say it though. But I feel for ladies, like for this one was a clear example for me. This is a lady that walked past me. Yeah, she was attractive. Yeah. she has a very nice body and everything. She, bro, yeah, bro, <laughs> yes. don't worry, I will not. We so get you. Yeah, she walked past me. Yeah, um, Tola will know where we buy tickets in TBS now. You know that place we buy tickets in TBS. Okay, so yeah, she, yeah, yeah. She yeah. walked past me. Do you know the guys that were selling tickets? Yeah, they stopped and came out from their counter besides shouting, "What is this?" Can you imagine? That? I'm like, I felt I, I, I like, felt embarrassed for her. Come on, she just walked past and I, I think ladies are not even used to it. Yeah, they just walked past and the, the one, the, the, the one that pisses me off the most. This, this one is not even unexpected. Whether you are endowed or not endowed, when, uh, maybe a bike man, maybe a lady on a okay, this one experience. Lucky, like I think the the lady was inside the bus or so, and she came out. And she dropped in a very rude manner. Also. No, no, actually, sorry. This lady was actually on a bike beside my own boss. And I think she said she wasn't going again or so. There was an argument between she and the bike man. Before we called Jack Robinson, you know, this guy just started calling her Asheo, Asheo for no reason. Just because, uh-huh. just because she That's was arguing. The next thing. You understand? So I feel like by, by that kind of statement. So if we can, at our different times, you know, to make our own individual changes when we hear these things, when we do these things, mm. then we can, you know, we can address it. Now, to finalize what I wanted to say about we are saying about the extremism. So the call for gender equality is very important, it's very valid. Feminism is valid if you actually look at it. Now I'm saying if you actually look at it because there's some people online that maybe 
they have somehow taken it to an extreme where it now seems like it is hatred for men. Where it now seems like it is misandry and misogynist. Yeah, where 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 it now seems like there's a man or there's a man agenda. You know, you see people quoting to like, ah, it's not men, it's not men. Without even trying to exactly, men are dogs. When they've not even men are scum. From the altar of men are scum. Do you understand? Men are scum ministries. So so how do we how do we how do we tell? Okay, I think that that's the reason why sometimes I won't like. Let me even confess, I won't like. That's probably why. I've not concluded in my heart if I can say I'm a feminist because I feel like that's what feminist. Some people they, they look at it as ah this one's an extremist. So how do we how do we how do we balance it where yes we're we're saying yes women need more they need better treatment they need respect but also in a way that it's not it's not seem like it's a, it's an it's an agenda against men or hatred or ex, or extreme. Yeah. Okay. So um. <sighs> We have to look at the place where these guys are coming from. Okay. These women, in quotes, are coming from. Like, most of them must have gone through some really um, bad things with men. Okay. Like, I'm not in, even talking about, like, in relationships. Okay. I'm talking about maybe being raped. Yeah. Being maimed, yeah, yeah, definitely. Being physically abused yes. and things like that. So... Like I said at the first part, like, we don't really, we, we should not, like, patience is a luxury. Like, not everybody can be patient. Like, there are sometimes that, and they are speaking from a place of anger, and their anger is not misplaced. And even uh, the society has conditioned us that women should always, keep quiet, they should be calm, they should be cool, they should be collected. So I think it's just uh, our conditioning that makes us think that, oh, these women, they are not supposed to be extremists, they are not, I'm not saying, it's not, I'm not saying that it's everything, that every opinion that um, feminists bring out or whatever they That's speak valid, on, I agree on, no, yeah. it's yeah. not everything, they are not supposed to agree on Okay, now, okay, now, whatever. sorry, sorry, sorry. Just to sorry, I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm so sorry. Just to in in this in this perspective now, you know the whole chivalry conversation. Now me, I was yeah. raised, I was raised to always let ladies come out first, or I was raised to actually open the door, not just not just for ladies, but also for people not naturally. But now there's this perspective of if you do it as a guy, you're you're coming from a uh, chivalry perspective. You're trying to you know you're seeing the lady as a low person. And all of that. I'm just I'm just keeping this one into the okay, um, of what you are saying is that yeah. sorry, what you are saying is that you um there is chivalry in what you do, Abby, towards women. You give them like I don't know, preferential treatment and things like that. No, that I'm I'm saying naturally me, I was raised I was raised okay. to be a gentleman, you know. If okay, like now for example, if you are walking on the road with a lady now, they say on the road mm. and she's on the left side where cars are passing. I normally will say, please let me yeah. stay on that side. You stay on this side. Just okay. that's just yes, that's just like okay. Now, so that one is just from a pure heart. I don't want. So, are, are you going yeah, to say? Yeah. Are you going I to know. say I'm demeaning? I'm <laughs> I demeaning her also. What it is is that if you can open the door for a woman, I don't think there should be a gender. Yeah, at all. At all. Doors. At all. At all. Like it should be for anybody. Yes. Anybody that is passing. I do for like, both of them. You can open the door. Like I, I, I even do it, and it's a voluntary thing or non-voluntary i don't know right now yeah. but i just when i uh, pass through doors and anybody's coming i just hold it yes for the person and yes. maybe yes you go out and whatever it is so i'm just saying that these women there are sometimes that you just have to be patient with them and just listen and just take your mind off the the maybe anger or the fury okay and just, and just listen see what they are talking about just read what they are talking about or listen to what they are trying to pass across. Because even if the, and we are just carried away by the anger and the way it is presented to us that, oh, this person didn't talk well, so I can't, I can't um, listen to what the person is saying. Okay. And in Nigerians, Nigerians don't really like proud women and women that are not calm and cool. They want us to just talk coolly <laughs> and just answer whatever and just, uh, agree with whatever opinion that we push towards her, hmm. but we can't we can't uh, 
make everyone, everyone can uh, handle this or everyone can come uh, the way that you want them to come in your mind. So, and I think that it is vital that men should stand up as allies. Like, there are other people that have understood these women. And it's not saying that they have, uh, they have always been allies. Or they have been toxic. Mm-hmm. Most, almost everybody has been toxic Definitely. in one part of their life. But when allies, are, their voices are amplified. Like, I think mostly uh, men, they like listening to other men talk. Because if a woman talks and she's being condescending, we'll take it in, they'll take it in another way. And they'll start being defensive. That's why they don't listen to how women... Because you start seeing context in the way the woman, oh, she didn't do it this way. She did it this way. She was rude. She was this, she was that. But we don't give that same benefit of doubt. Or, no, we give, we give a benefit of doubt to men. Like men give that same benefit of doubt to other men. So I think we should just listen and sit and understand. And we should not just be centering ourselves because it's not about, I mean, I'm talking to men, it's not about you. It's about what these women have passed through in their lives or what women are still going through. So it's not even about relationship. Let's take relationship out of it. It's not even, that one is not, whatever you like doing your relationship, we are talking about the lives of men and women. So, right. I well, think that's what I have to say about it. Great submission, um, Tola. So, we're coming to the end of another exciting podcast. Um, I write, we'll just go around the room and just have maybe a word for people out there. Because um, we, we feel this podcast will have impacted lives for years to come. We don't be on the internet for years to come. So, we'll go around the room and just um, talk. I know we've said a lot of things, yeah. Of ways we can actually improve ourselves and how we relate to the other gender yeah but um just for summary for me um in summary of this whole podcast i feel that we shouldn't where we are empowering only women and and girls we should not forget we have to empower men and boys you may say they are the ones that are enjoying society but i think if we can teach teach our boy young boys and men very well to work in their fullness they won't go over there and make things hard for the other gender so are you right? Do you have any final thoughts? Yeah, I was you literally you took everything that you said out of my mouth anyway. My own my own pers- my own idea or conclusion about this whole thing is the stressing the importance of raising better kids. Because all this all this conversation we're having now, it is hard to unlearn ideas, values or principles or perspectives as adults. But when you can uh, when you can catch them young, as I like to say, you know, for these kids and train yeah. them and let them understand that you know what, you should treat your female uh, students or colleagues in class better. Don't feel bad or anything if you have to cry. All those kind of things. Just begin to train them at a very young age so that the future will be better. Basically, concerning gender equality. So that's that's what that's, I feel. That's great. Uh, Tola, any final thoughts? Like in one sentence, one okay, sentence yeah. alone. Um. um might be more than a sentence but i'll try to rush over it and we should as men and women so we should hold our friends our colleagues our family accountable for their actions and we should always check our guys everyone that is connected to us one way or the other there are some inside jokes that we should stop doing Mm. that are toxic okay we should unlearn them and we should call our friends out we should educate them and challenge them, them to do better and we should make it uncomfortable for conversations that belittle women and always hold men to a higher bar of respectability okay. towards women. That's my final All right. We've come to the end of another Make We Converse conversation. Thank you, Tola, for your wonderful submissions. We appreciate you so uh, Socials. Well, sorry, before we go, where can we find you online? Because you've you've helped us so much today. So for our listeners that want to connect with you, your Twitter, your IG, and the likes. Okay, my Twitter is Detola underscore. That's capital letter D, then E T O L E underscore. That's my Twitter. Same thing then, for you. Okay. Uh, my my Instagram handle is Adetola 
with a double A at the end and another score too. All right, so we're not. Uh, she's not giving her social so you can uh, go and attack her and say this is you said on this podcast. I want to attack you. Guys. <laughs> so please uh, just DM me, oh, just DM me. I don't like to fight. <laughs> All right, thank you so much, Chola. Thank um, you so, so much, Chola. Chola, listeners out there, yeah. keep being a better yeah. version of yourself. Keep being good. Um, God bless you. Is signing out. Thank you. Peace. Thank you once again for listening to this episode. We also like to appreciate Uncle for giving us this platform to share our podcast. Please do not forget to follow us on our social media platforms. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Make We Converse. You can find Yari on Twitter and Instagram at Yari underscore Imade and Ayo on Twitter and Instagram at The Yan Spinner. That is T-H-E-Y-A-R-N-S-P-I-N-N-A. Also, please ensure you subscribe to our podcast and drop a review on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, WhatsApp, wherever you listen to us. We look forward to your feedback. Thank you.